Welcome to the Waterways World podcast, brought to you in association with ABC Leisure Group, operators of hire fleets and marinas around the UK. Hello and welcome to the Waterways World podcast. I'm Bobby Cowling, the editor of the magazine. In this episode, we are discussing buying and selling inland boats with a man who does exactly that for a living. Ian Parrott is the general manager of the new and used boat company office at Mercia Marina, and he has spent 15 years in the boat brokerage industry. As we'll hear, he is also an avid boating enthusiast with his own heritage craft. Our conversation took place at the marina, and although the recording is perhaps a little noisier than usual, I'm sure you will agree that the quacking of ducks and sound of lapping water adds atmosphere. So, let's take a listen. How did you get into boating? When did you first start? 1968. Um, And what were the circumstances? We'd lived in the south of England. Right. My father had already had a, had a, had a yearning to go boating. Right. The first thing he did when he moved to the Midlands was go and buy a canal boat, <laughs> so which, as I say, was an ex-British Waterways hire boat called Grebe, wooden, um, out 18 horsepower Crescent outboard on the back. Cracking. The back, we, the, it was two plus two under canvas on the back. So what, under the hold? Correct, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So, so it was an ex-working boat? No, it was, no, British Waterways, back in the 50s and 60s, built a range of hire boats. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh yes, of course they did. Yeah, and and Green sure. was one of um, many boats, and, and she was she got no gunnels or anything. She was a very, very strange-looking boat. Sea toilet, everything was straight out over the side. Yeah, wow. No showers or anything fancy like that in those days. Bunk beds? Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so, and, and at night, the tonneau cover used to go over the back deck and me and my brother slept out under the back there. That's brilliant. So that was our first experience of boating and since then it's just carried we've, on. we've carried on. And I've been fortunate. I've grown up with you know, my, one of my best pals, Guy Page. Um, we went boating together on our family's boats at the age of 14. Right. We're still now boating together on our own boats Yeah. and more at Swarston Boat Club. Oh, wow. Some of my other friends that were around the same age have gone on to, to build boats, Brinklow Boat Services, Yeah. Simon Wayne, Rex Wayne, all friends. So I've been very fortunate. Yeah. I've got a real family of boating friends out there. That's magic. And as I say, my brother, great boating. He used to run the... He was a lock keeper at Sawley. Oh, yeah. And then he converted that into a micro pub and a tea room. Yeah, I've seen that, yeah. yeah. And he's recently sold that and gone off into retirement now on his working boat, which he's converted. Right. His son's got a boatyard on the Weaver. So it's a real family. Boat, yeah, my, yeah, my wife, um, her father's just passed away, sadly, but he started boating in the late 50s, which is the sort of time my, my, my wife would have started in the late 50s as a child. And, uh, so so you were boaters. You would have been uh, in the 50s, late 50s. That was a very niche hobby, wasn't it? I mean, oh, not yeah. many people went. Places. No, when, when, when uh, again, I, retru- I always recall the story. I mean, in the late 60s, when my father bought his first boat, Dad would come home from work on a Friday... Bags would be packed, we'd finish school, bags would be packed, in the car, straight down the boat, every weekend. Yeah. Every weekend there'd be a crowd of us, we'd clear off on the boats, up the River Saw, down the Trent, back Sunday night, back to normal life again. That's what boating was like then. Yeah, yeah. It was a real adventure. Yeah. And everybody, you know, I had, we had dinghies with outboards on, canoes, it was all part of the experience of boating. When did, um, when did it become a profession then? 
Um, about 13 years ago, I, I, my profession, professional profession, well, a proper job, I always say, was in printing. Okay. And then one day, I got to the point where mortgage was paid, kids were off our hands, and I thought, and we lived in Wellington as well, okay. and I decided, I want to do something different. Yeah. I combine my passion with, with work. Okay. So, it's a bit of a strange old story, but I walked up here, they weren't open at the time, they were, they were going to be open in about two weeks. Was this when the marina was being built? No, the marina was built, there were a few boats in here, and New right. Use Boat Co. were just setting up. Right. So, I, I knocked on the door, and said, um, give us a job. Right. I said, I've, foolishly, I've just handed in my notice where I did work, and I've worked for 40 odd years, 30 odd years. I said, um, but I want to work in this, this game. You're, you're opening up. I don't need to work for six or seven months. I could quite happily go off on my boat. But if you want me, yeah. want some help, then I'd like to come and work here. Right. Rod Straw. Rod Straw used to work for Waterway. Yes, Rod, he did indeed. Great yeah. friend of mine. Yeah. He was actually the guy who opened this office for Chris Hill. Right. So he was set the task of, great marina, let's, let's do a brokerage. So yeah. he opened it. He looked at me and said, because uh, I'd also said to him, I don't, I don't want pain. Um, so I'm quite happy to work here for a period of time. If you like me, take me on. If you don't, I'll go back and try and, and I'll do something else. I'll go yeah. back into print. Yeah, yeah. So he looked at me a bit strange. He said, dear boy, you can't be serious. <laughs> Typical Rod. And uh, I said, no, I am serious. I want to work here. Yeah. I'm willing to show what I can do. Wow. Um, and he, ten minutes later, he said, you're in. That's an amazing and, story. And, and, and sort of a month later, I was on the payroll. That's amazing. And so then four or five years later, I became the general manager and, and sort of it, it's progressed from there. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's it. It's a bit strange story, that's but that's it. It's a strange story, yeah. It's been great. That. It's been a great adventure. Yeah. So what was it like in going back? So this must have been two th- 90s, was it? Well, when this, this office yeah, opened, it, yeah. was, it was 2007, I think, something like that we opened here. Right, okay. Um, it's scary really you start from no you know it was totally new to me I, I knew all about boats and playing boats but mm. obviously and I'd in print I'd, I'd gone from running machinery to managing people on a shift shift manager and then I went into sales so I'd always had so the sales I'd always thing, had, I'd always been involved with customer customers. engagement I've always, I've always been yeah. able to talk and so the only thing they always say I can do I can talk yeah um, so all of a sudden up here you know selling boats, preparing boats. I mean, the first things I was doing was washing boats. I was washing them, getting it all ready, and then gradually I got into the sales process because they yeah. realised it's such a busy site, this, that, you know, you need people who can talk to customers, sell. It's a full remit, really. Yeah. And, and the early days, yep, yeah, we had to build from nothing. We got a few boats. So it, it gradually built. People found we were here. They liked what we were doing, started bringing the boats in. Mm, mm. And it's gone on from there, really. And it's, okay. and it's been a great... I, I like to think a successful business because of course we've got two you know we're brokerage but we're also new and that's what I've tried to you know I like the fact that I could got brokerage boats but I've also got our range of new boats and I like to encourage new builders to bring boats in mm. because it gives a great diversity of what we've got how many new boat builders do you have supplying you we we're the, the, the sole agents for Aqualine yeah um, we were part owners of Aqualine and then we came out of that to concentrate on other parts of the business but we've remained the sole agent so we're sole agents for Aqualine Collingwood the same so we, we do the full range of narrow and wide beams mm-hmm. but then I've got a number of other independent builders who 
I now get a phone call and say, this guy's building a boat, would you like to go and give him some advice as to which way to go and what he needs to do? Okay. So which is fantastic. So and, I've, and I've done that with a number of oh, builders okay. now. So Russell Narrowboats, Paul sells his boat through us. Yeah. I got involved with them from day one. Ovation Boat Services, Chris Williams. He came in here in the first instance. He's now as they do and it's, it's a natural thing he's now got a successful business and people are going to him direct right Symphony Boat Builders is another one up north that we've sold a number of boats for now so what kind of advice do you offer these builders presumably these are builders who may not have your level of industry knowledge it's quite worrying to me and I and I you know an, an awful lot of people come into this game this business cottage industry and decide they want to build a boat without any knowledge. Not, probably not, most of them have never been on a boat in their life. Yeah. I've just been to a builder in Liverpool, for instance, who, who got my number, said, will you come and give, talk to us? We'd like to do business with you. They've never, never been near a boat. Is it the case that they come from the, the building, property building industry? Sometimes. And then they think... S- sometimes. It can be all sorts. It can be retail. It can be, it can be house building, mm. as with Paul. It's a number of things, but... And they, they want advice on what to build, and I want to give them advice because I want to sell their boat, and I yeah. want to sell a boat that's easy to sell, that the public want. Of course. The biggest problem is that, that most of these guys go into it building what they think they like, and mm. not what the public want, and that's the biggest problem. Well, I like this. Mm. I, I'd like to do it. Yeah, but it's not what you want. You're, you know, it's not, you're not buying it. Yeah, you're not going to do it. And so yeah. the experience, and it's quite simple, the... the you know, the chemistry in building a boat is, is fairly straightforward, really, what the public want. Yeah. Talking in gen, uh, general terms, what do you advise boat builders to, to do? What kind of thing would you... Well, that's, I could give you an awful lot of trade knowledge here. But I suppose the better way of asking is what's, what's popular at the moment well, in terms of what the, do the customers want? The ever popular design now is the reverse layout. So and the, that, and that's the, been, the galley and yeah, the but that's that's been like that for a number of years now, um, and and generally it, it, it in, a, in a length was sort of fifty eight to sixty foot. Mm. That's the sort of range. Um, but yeah, the reverse layout, cruiser stern, yeah. followed by a semi trad, and then a trad, which is is not a popular layout these days. No. But reverse layout is what majority of people want. You get an awful lot of people who will buy a reverse layout, and then a couple of years down the line they'll come in and say, well, actually. You know, I've cut my teeth on this, which is what I often say to people. Your first boat isn't necessarily going to be your last boat. Yeah. You find out what really works for you with that first, first boat. One. Yeah. Again, another old adage we always say to people, always say to people, have you boated before? No. I would advise you go and hire a boat and try it. Yes, we always say the same. We how, many, how many people listen? No, that's the thing. Well, I've had most people, I'm glad to say, take that knowledge on board. We've had a few. I've had a few people who got quite aggressive with me, mm. um, and at that point, I, I you know I said, "Look, I'm trying to. I don't want to sell you something. It's a lot of money. It's not like it was again in the in. If you go back to when my father first started again, he probably bought his first boat for a couple hundred pounds. Yeah, and then he bought his next boat. What would that be to boat? today's money? A few grand? Yeah, not much. Yeah, a few grand, I suppose. Yeah. But, it, but in relative terms, now people are spending. You know, fifty to eighty thousand pounds in that sort of price range, yeah. potentially for a, for a, for their first boat. Yeah. That's a lot of money. That's a big outlay, yeah. That's a lot of money. It might be people's savings or the money from a house sale, because obviously a lot of people are selling houses to buy boats. 
so I take that very seriously and I try in the right way give the advice in terms of what I think they should do mm. How how's it come to people being aggressive though really? oh uh, you know they know what they want to do you know, why <laughs> should I, you know I'm, I'm trying to put them off buying a boat and of course you know totally the opposite I want them to come and buy a boat from yeah. me but I want them to be armed with the right much we spend an awful lot of time now educating people if that's the right way to put it you know you know what's the maximum length boat what's the best layout what you know how you know an awful lot of questions like that which and again uh, rightly or wrongly but I'll often say if you're really serious about this there are a number of outlets including the, you know the monthly magazines Mm. the internet, the CRT website, where you can go and find this information for yourself if you are that keen on buying a boat, which is a long-term commitment. Yeah, yeah. It's not a house. You know, although we've seen, you know, some strange prices in the last couple of years, generally speaking, boats will, you know, not increase in the same way that property does. Yeah. So it's a serious, again, back in the 60s, back in the 70s, it was very much a leisure activity. People bought boats to go away at weekends, to go away on holidays. They weren't buying them to live on. Mm, mm. So the market has changed. Mar- and I, th- so I think it's an important factor that people are clued up, have the knowledge when they buy the boats. Do you, so do, do you encounter this impulsiveness quite a lot? Yeah, we do. Yeah. Yeah, we do. I mean, I, I, do you, again, I'm, I'm, sure, my, I'm sure some people must just <laughs> ignore you and just... Oh, they do. And, and, I, and I'll often say, you know, I wish I had your, you know... Spirit. I, mean, I don't use that word actually a lot of the time, but but you know, I I got to take my hat off to a lot of these people that come in with this. We want it. We've seen it. We've seen it on the telly. We've read it on the paper. We walked up and down a canal. You know, we like walking. We like the outdoor life. Yeah, a boat would fit in perfectly for us. You know, it doesn't always work. We've sold boats that have come back to us within a year because it hasn't been the right lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, and that's sad. And, and and very often people have lost a lot of money on that. Yeah, that is that's the serious end. Of it, it is, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So the the market boating has changed from what it was. Yeah, D- dramatically changed from what it was. Have you seen many tra- uh, changes in boat trends oh, since two thousand and seven? Um, I, I suppose the, the reverse layout has certainly yeah, you know that's kicked in from 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 I suppose that sort of period where it didn't become. Traditional boats, unfortunately, and that's my bag. You know, I'm very much a traditional boater. I'm um, that's certainly in decline in numbers. People don't want boatmen's cabins and engine rooms no. and all that sort of care. It's a very minority market. That is. Yeah. Um, the liverboard, of course, is is the big thing that that's really really kicked off since those since the two thousands. Do you get many liverboard buyers here in the Midlands? Majority. Really? Majority, no. majority of the people who come through the door will be people who want to live on a boat. Right. And are they living sort of as continuous cruisers do you now? Or is it likely they're heading the, the to, majority, to London the or majority Oxford? of people... Now the Midlands, the Midlands is, is a busy area. Um, a lot of people, of course, are moving to London as well. Yeah. Um, an awful, I mean, this marina was sat on here now, which is, a, which is a fantastic marina with all the facilities that you could ever want. An awful lot of our boats go into the marina here. Right. And then they become, and this is the sad thing for me, and again, it's, it's maybe I shouldn't say it, but it's a sad thing for me, they become plug-in 
houses on the water. Rather, as opposed to actually opposed, boats. You know, I, I quite rejoice when someone comes into me and says, I'm gonna, I want to buy a boat and, and I'm going to go off cruising. And I, and I have had customers who, uh, a number of customers who are cruising the system, you know, in its entirety. Yes, yes. But unfortunately, that's, that's not, you know, there are only a few these days. Because it's become a lifestyle thing, it's a it's a live on thing. And again, this this marina, you know, it's a, it's a holiday village. It's a it retirement village on the water. I think Andrew Denny, our news editor, yes. says it's a, describes it as a, a kind of a suburb of Derby, and I think that's mm. fair enough. It is. It? No, it yeah. is absolutely right. You mm. you look at everything you've got here. You've got the road connections as well. You've got the railway, the village. You've got everything here that you want to live on a boat. Mm. You still live in the village. Yeah, I live in Wellington. Yeah, oh. so I, I moor my boat at Swartz, oh. so it's only five minutes down there to the boat, <laughs> yeah. and I can walk into work. That's brilliant. So it, it's yeah. a great lifestyle. Yeah, it's a great it? lifestyle. It's a great lifestyle. Yeah, well done. Do you still do the um, so the the Polish built boats? We do the Aqualine. 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 Yeah. In fact, we've just taken an order now for a, a sixty-eight by twelve foot Aqualine Canterbury. So how does that work then? The, the shells are presumably built e- in... Everything's built in Poland. Right. The, it, it, the only thing we do, it gets delivered into the UK where we'll put the carpets in if they, if they want carpets and, and put the curtains up. Okay. Um, so the boat comes into Poland, we do a full PDI, so obviously we go through it, we spend probably a couple of weeks on the boat going through cleaning, gas checks, all, all the things to make sure that we get a clean handover on the boat. Yeah. Um, we're probably bringing in on average two boats a month into the UK. Wow! And what's the kind of advantage to a Polish-built boat? Um, just they're purely they're, they're cheaper and well-built. Well, they're not. There's nothing cheap about anything. These they are well-built. There's no question about that. They've got a great reputation, and the, the 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 resale second-hand boats is always very very strong. People do want Aqualine boats. They are the advantage they've got is that it is a complete building process you know it's not one i always we say a lot of the boating industry in this in the uk is one man and a dog you know there is a factory set up in poland yeah you know you'll see three or four boats being built at the same time um you know everything is everything is there it's a process yeah um it starts in here with a with a quote and then goes to an order form and then goes to a contract and then generally speaking, again, the, the beauty of the process is, is that from point of order, we can normally say your boat will be arriving in the UK in six months. Wow. That's, that's a quick turnaround, isn't it? Yeah. In this industry. Because yeah. it can take a lot longer, yeah. can't it? Yeah. yeah. In most cases, yeah. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. And, and the quality is that of a bespoke boat. I call it a bespoke production boat. You look on any Aqualine, and we've built over 500 boats since we started. Yeah. Um, and you'll see the same level of quality throughout. Good. Waterways World has been Britain's best-selling canals and rivers magazine since 1972. In each monthly issue, you'll find the latest waterway news, practical advice on boat buying and boat ownership, reviews of the latest craft and equipment, a pull-out cruising guide to help you plan your next trip, first-hand accounts of waterways life, and insights into the history and heritage of our canals and rivers. For subscription offers, visit waterwaysworld.com, where you'll also find a searchable magazine archive, 
our interactive Ask an Expert Advice section, and our Boat Search feature, the most comprehensive listing of canal boats for sale you'll find online. That's waterwaysworld.com. For prospective boat buyers, mm. what are the advantages to going through a broker as opposed to a private sale? Um, well, I've just had an, inc- an incident where someone's come to me to look at boats here after after looking at a boat on the towpath, um, and the process, well, the experience wasn't good. The information that he was given didn't match up to what you know the boat actually was. Mm. Um, and he had trouble tracking down the finance situation on the boat as well. Right. So people come in, pe- bring, people bring boats into us. They can view them at their leisure and in, in their own time. You know, we, we're not, we don't do any any sort of pushy sales at all. We accompany people. We give them a choice. Would you like us to go through the boat with you, or we'll stand off the boat while you go through? We can then talk through the boat. The options, what can be done, what could be done. You know, the finance. We ask the owners of every boat, as every broker will do, to sign a declaration. To, to, to you know, in terms of the ownership of the boat, if there's any finance outstanding on the boat, etc. Um, it's just a more secure process. You know, mm. we recommend a survey. This particular boat that on the towpath, the chap who was selling it did everything he could to pull the purchases away from having a survey. Right. You know, yeah. I, I had a survey in a couple of years ago, and yet he couldn't, he couldn't find the survey to show them. There was all sorts of things that, you know, mm. we recommend a survey. We don't make anything out of a survey. In fact, a survey to me is hard work, but if there is issues, because then obviously I then got to start looking at, you know, the negotiating and getting work done potentially. Mm. It, it's all that. It's the peace of mind that you're buying it from a broker. The other thing we have just introduced is that for boats, and it started with Aqualine, um, boats of 10 years, up to 10 years of age, we're putting a three-month warranty on. Okay. Which I think is a first in the industry. So, you know, the process for that would be that we would, first of all, inspect the boat, Mm. make sure the fundamentals of the boat are white, everything's working okay, and then we'd put a three-month warranty on that boat. Okay. I've already had a customer who bought a boat off me, few weeks ago actually he bought it paid for it on the on the friday took it away on transport on the monday he rang me the following monday to say i've got a water pump coming down here so i said no problem i've got a i've got somebody in the north at the moment so i'll send him out have a look at that if the water pump wants replacing i'll replace it yeah and that's what we did no. So we're trying to say so it started with an Aqualine thing because we're Aqualine agents. We know the Aqualine so well. We're very confident in the product, and we thought, well, actually, why not run, roll that out to other boats within that sort of ten-year yeah, yeah. I see. So it gives it gives purchasers peace of mind. Yeah. Um, something you touched on briefly, COVID. I I think I remember that sort of everything went into this is going back to two thousand and. Yeah, I've lost, I've lost track. Is it twenty? Yeah, I've lost I think track. So. Of it. Yeah, um, when it first kicked kicked in, and you know, lockdown, and everybody was sort of panicking. Um, but um, it was suggested to me that the the boating industry, or the you you guys did really well with brokerages because everybody well, does. Is that true? Yes. Even during yeah, the, you know, the worst times of COVID, the, um, people were still buying boats. I was 
I, I, I was in a moat, and again, it's not what I want to do. I like to sell boats with people in front of them so they can see exactly, no matter what information we put, no matter what pictures we put, the experience of buying a boat should be you going through the boat. I was nevertheless getting phone calls from America, Australia, Spain, wow. with people wanting to buy boats. Um, and I did buy, and I did sell boats to those countries. You did, and and I I put every objection up in front of people. Um, (laughs) They still want to go ahead. So what I said, what I would do was that I would walk through the boat and do a WhatsApp video. Yeah, and tell them them warts and all what the problems are, if there are any problems. Send that across. If they wanted to proceed after that, then I would take a deposit off them. Yeah. What do you attribute that? customer mentality to be then what do you think kind of there was there would mean that there's an awful lot of people coming back to the UK mm. you know I've got a guy who came back from the States and he's here now he bought the boat five months in advance of him coming back um, a lot of people have got to an age where they want to come back and they, they you know they feel more comfortable in the UK family brings them yeah. back that sort of thing but that's certainly been you know we've seen a lot of that this year also during covid you know and when it when it very first started um i was given the opportunity i was giving people the opportunity to say look you can't come to us at the moment you know nobody can come near the boats if you see a boat that you like and i'll send you all the information i'll talk to you all day long about it if you want to put a thousand pounds down as a holding deposit and then as soon as the restrictions come off and you can come down and look at the boat Come and look at it. If it's what you want, we proceed. If it's not what you want, you have your £1,000 deposit back. Right. And I'm glad to say we did have a, fall, a few fall over, but most people bought on the basis, again, of getting down to see it that time. Yeah. The information was correct. We'd given them. They bought the boat. So that's a very crucial piece of advice for anybody, really, whether yeah. they're going through a broker or not. Yeah. <laughs> You buy well, it, it frightens the hell out of me, and and, I, and you know you wouldn't buy a car. Well, I wouldn't buy a car. I wouldn't buy a house without seeing it. No, but, no. But, but we got an awful lot of that, and we we get it now. People ring it all ring now and say, "I want to put a deposit down on that boat." Mm. Have you seen it? Well, no, yeah. I haven't. Yeah. Well, look. To be honest with you, I'll I'll hold the boat for you, but I'm not prepared to take any money off you because you know that that's you know it's a non-refundable deposit. So I'm not going to get into that situation with you yeah. you need to come and look at the boat yeah but no covid we saw it was we had some strange times the the, the normal response once when people came out of covid and could actually come down to see us was you know well we used to go abroad we used to have three cruises a year you know etc so we've got a villa somewhere we're not going to do that for a, for a number of years now so we're going to buy either a boat a caravan or a motorhome and that was very much the pattern of, of life, really. Yeah. It was an extraordinary time. It was. But And how's things now, then, coming out of... Uh, it, well, it's, well, it's settled down now, I feel. I mean, mm. we sold a tremendous number of boats. We all did in the last couple of years. Um, and I feel it's just gone back to some sort of normality now. Mm. I mean, we're just starting to build boats up again now, stock-wise. I mean, I'm... Oh, it's the thing. It's the first time I, I've had one. I'm all over the country looking at boats um, Monday I was down at Dunstable Boat Club okay um, that was in the morning Monday afternoon I was over at Ely right looking at a boat right this afternoon I'm doing a viewing over at Market Harbour 
So are, are, are these second-hand second boats? boats yeah. yeah, second-hand boats. And so how do you get them from Market Harbour to well, here? The, the, the boat at Market Harbour, it can't get here because of stoppages. So I'm selling it from the basin in Market Harbour. Ah, okay. So that's yeah. for sale there. The boat down at Dunstable Boat Club, I've been down there. They're going to be for sale through us. As soon as the stoppages are coming off, they're going to bring the boat into me. Okay. The boat at Ely is a wide beam, so we're going to sell that from his mooring. Yeah. I so, see. So, okay. Yeah. Oh, what kind of thing do you look at when you go to see a boat? Just you're looking at the, the just the, the general condition from the you know m- the, the most people you know the first appear the first appearance is is is, is all important, isn't it? You see yeah. it from the outside if it if, it, if it's been cleaned and polished, and it looks good. You generally expect it when you go inside the boat, it's going to be of the same condition. So, yeah, you're just looking for overall condition and history. If a boat's got history, you know, if you can see the bloke, it's been blacked on a regular basis, the engine's been serviced, the webasto's been serviced, it's got that, all those sort of things. Yeah. Which is all feel good things to, to be able to pass on to someone who wants to go and view it. What would make you pass on a boat, say, oh no, it's not for us? I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I've, I think I've only ever passed on one boat because. And I suppose this is going back to my history of when I started boating. There's a boat for everybody out there. Back in back in the olden days, you know, <laughs> people built boats in their front garden out of wood. People yeah. built boats out of pontoons. People were converting ex lifeboats, and that was that was the mixture of boats. And not everybody could afford to spend, you know at the time maybe £10,000 on a narrowboat and I think the same today you know I think it's important that youngsters get afloat and you know what might be a project boat to us is a start for somebody you know if it floats if it's got a roof on it Mm, and they get it at the right price and they're enthusiastic they can do something with it obviously I don't like boats that look tatty you know we make sure the boats are clean that we've got here but I think it's wrong to say we're only going to sell Aston Martins or BMWs. Yeah. Because there's boats for everybody. I'm interested to know then this boat you passed up. What was what was what was well, it, 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 it was a difficult one. The boat was it was a it was a sad old story, but okay. the boat was yeah, it it was it was just it wasn't in a good place. Yeah. Nor, nor was the owner. But other than that, you know, I've not passed up on yeah, you know, I, I, there's, there's a boat for everybody, as I say. It's just because you, wouldn't, I wouldn't buy it, you wouldn't buy it necessarily. Somebody who's who's just starting off. We have, we've had a lot of youngsters come in, but they've only got you know x number of pounds in their pocket. Mm. Mm. So, you know, a, 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 a decent liverboard boat starting at sort of forty-five, fifty thousand is far out of the reach of a lot of people. Yeah, who dictates the price of a, a, a second-hand uh, boat? I I go and view a boat, and I'll tell the customer what I think his boat is worth mm. so I'll always say to someone look there's no point in me coming out here and just listening to you and saying yes 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 yeah so I'll I'll tell you what I think your boat is worth you'll then give me a bloody nose is that how it works? does yeah. that happen that's much? what I say, no, I say to them, <laughs> so that's what I so I'll tell you what I think it's worth we then have a discussion now you tell me where, where you think you know I need to be or, yeah. or where you know are we okay yeah. And most cases, we, we have an agreement. But every boat is different. That's why I need to go and look at a boat. Mm. Because you can get two or three boats of the same year, the same design, the same style, but they can be totally different in price. Mm. Likewise, you know, I've sold boats that are 30 years old, 
that have achieved more money than the boat that's 10 years old because of the build, because of the way it's been kept, you know, so there's no, there's no glasses guide on a boat. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and that's, that's one of the great things I love about my job, really, because mm. I get to see an awful lot of boats, a lot of different people. Um, so, yeah, I, I, in the first instance, I, I will always say, I want to come and look at your boat, as yeah. I did with the boat down in Dunstable, the boat over at Ely, mm. you know, that's the best way to do it, rather than me ringing you up and saying, well, actually, let's have a look where it falls on the chart. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't yeah. work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Um, interested about something you touched on there about affordable options and, mm. and, and uh, youngsters get, getting the flow. But then you've, you've highlighted yourself that the industry has changed to, mm. in that it's not easy for, you know, no, you, need a, a, you need a fair chunk of money before you can actually... Yeah, that's right. Given that you're working yeah. in the industry, is there anything that we can imagine being done to kind of encourage youngsters and make it more affordable? I don't know. It's a difficult one, really. And I think the fact that we are, you know... Every boat up out there is a potential boat for someone, whether it be, you know, hundred thousand or mm. or fifteen thousand. Is that the, it's like fifteen thousand the, the starter really? Is that the uh, you, you there are you know fifteen? There's no real starter price. Okay. Again, tongue in cheek. Yeah. Someone I'll get you'll get you'll get someone you'll get somebody come in and the, and I'll, you know, the first question is hello how can we help you know what are you looking for. Mm. You know, I'm looking at this. Well, what's your budget then? You know, yeah. you've got to start from somewhere. You've got to start. Well, what's your budget? Well, I'm I'm looking for. And, and if you've never bought a boat before, if you've never if you've never done any research, then how do you know what ten thousand pound buys you? Mm. So quite often you'll get someone come in and say, "Well, I want to spend ten thousand, ten to fifteen thousand." Mm. With a smile, I'll often say, "Well, you'll need a welding kit, <laughs> a box of spanners to put it all back together again, because yeah. essentially." Potentially, you are buying a project. Yes. Now, as long as you're aware of that yeah. and you and you've got the skills to do it, then it's all achievable. Um, but you know, but it's a fair it's a fair question. I had a chap come into me. I always remember it many years ago. He came in. He was looking at the board. It's going to help. He said, "Yeah, I'm looking for a boat to buy, liverboard." Okay. What do you want to spend? What? what where's, where's your budget? Let's start from somewhere. That's. Mm. Well, and he said, he said to me, I want X, Y, and Z, and I want to spend £25,000. Mm. I said, well, we've got, we've got one boat in that price range um, at the moment, but it wants work doing on it. You know, um, is that your budget? He said, well, I could spend twenty five to 125 Oh, okay. And then we have to get that. I said, well, that's yeah. a hell of a range. Yeah. He said, well, I don't know what the bottom end buys me. Yeah, that's fair enough. I don't that's know what the, I yeah. said, okay, yeah. that's yeah. absolutely fair enough. So we spent a day with him looking at a range of boats and he went out of here having bought a second-hand Aqualine at 70 foot and his initial process of thought was that I want something around 40 foot and again I sort of said to him, look, by all means, but 40 foot is not a decent length to live on in my opinion for what yeah. it's worth. Um, he ended up spending £100,000 on a 70 foot Aqualine. Right. So that must happen a lot though where people have a... A if, vision, and then they come to come in, and they end up with something completely different. Ten thousand, fifteen thousand—it's all a lot of money. Yeah. You know, to that person, it's a lot of money. But, but you're right. It, it, and then you'll get—we had a lovely couple come in yesterday. They've been boating since the seventies, probably beyond that. Came in to look at a little forty-five foot boat. They were with us a couple of hours, and they bought it within that couple of hours. 
Mm. They, 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 you know, they just saw the boat. Yeah. They knew there was work wanted doing. They took all that into account. They made an offer. The offer was accepted, and it was done within a couple of hours. Well, that's something we hear a lot of in the magazine. We hear this, you know, you will know when you step on the right boat. Do you think that, in your experience, that's the case? It is. I mean, you know, I, 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 the other end of the spectrum, I see a lot of people year in, year out. I've seen people that come through the door every, every five or six years looking for that boat. That special boat. And, and which, you know, again, I always say, you'll never find the boat. It's not there. Really? It's not, you know, it, it's, you know, find <laughs> the boat... Well, maybe you will do. But it's that needle in the haystack. It's like trying to try find true love, perhaps. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's very difficult. But but then you'll get the cut. The people who are very decisive. They, but again, this couple, yes, they came from it with experience. They both they'd lived on boats. Yeah. They played on boats. Um, they were a good age as well. They wanted to come back and, and have one last paddle up the canal. Good. Basically, to them. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. What do you consider the role of a broker to be then? Are you trying to get the best price for the person you're selling well, the boat? Well, half well, half? well, absolutely, we want that, but but I but I am very committed to to also matching that to the the, the purchaser. I want to yeah. be I want to walk away being friends with both parties. But yeah, I want obviously want to get the best price, a fair price for the boat that we're selling. Yeah, um, and and that's why I say hopefully, you know we. You know, we, we 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 price sensibly. Yeah. Um, but it is a very, you know, it goes back to the glasses guide again. There is no set price for a boat. And what one man can sort of go as, you know, that's £10,000 too much. You wouldn't touch it. Yeah. The next person who come along and say, well, that's actually everything I've been looking for. Yeah. yeah. There are boats that have got one person who's going to buy them. You know, there are those boats... You know, we've got a lovely Roger Fuller tug along here called Frederick Two, mm. which I actually um, pulled back from Roger Fuller's yard 30 years ago. Um, the first owner, Colin Palin, is someone I was a good friend of mine. It was a shell. It was it was based on a, a, a river tug, and I took my boat up to Roger Fuller's yard at Stone and pulled it back to its mooring at Sawley for him to fill it to fit it out. Yeah, it's a very individual boat. It's a lovely boat. Right. Anybody who loves boats would love that. But it's a one man and his dog type. But it's one of those boats that, you know, it's yeah. It's you've got to really want that sort of boat. It's not a caravan. No, it's a it's a it's a proper boat. You must have seen some because I've I've been on a fair number of yeah. second hand boats. You must have seen some truly mad things. Well, I'm just yeah. wondering if I know it's a light yeah. question, but I just it wonder is. if what some of the no, well, are these things you've you've come yeah, across? We have. I mean, we've got a boat here at the moment that's got no bathroom. <laughs> that is that is old school. No, that's, that, that, that is really adhering no, to tradition. That, that's the first one that I've come across. It's a modern style boat and it's got no bathroom. I can't quite get my head around that no. one. But again, you know, it's up at a price, mm. and anybody's ringing up, you know, because. Like we are, I'm the same. I'm very guilty of it. I don't necessarily read everything I should read, but I'm going to look at something. Mm. The first thing I point out to them, we point out, look, it's this price. Be aware, as you've probably read, there's no bathroom in this boat. You know, yeah. there's room for a bathroom, but it all wants moving around a bit. You yeah. know, but we we see all sorts of different layouts, and every now and again, I'll, I'll go in a boat and I'll smile and I'll say, "Well, this is different." Mm. You know, I like it. Yeah, you you built it this way, mm. fantastic, because you wanted to do it. But I know 
that the market's going to be very, very small because you've built something that's very bespoke to you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah. so when anybody's starting, you know, if anybody's starting a build process, I always say to them, make sure you're aware of what the market wants because everything gets sold eventually. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, you know, there's no point building something that's all glitter balls and all the rest of it, you know, because when you come to sell it, it's not going to appeal to a mass work. market. Yeah. Um, very difficult because mm. you know you start out, don't you, with that? I'm going to have this for life, probably. Yeah, yeah. You know, but it doesn't work like that generally. Are you still baiting yourself? Oh God, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so tell me, tell me about that. What, what's uh, what, um, is your boat here? No, no it's at the Oldest boat club on the Trent and Mersey. Yes, now. yeah, near the Derby Canal. Correct. Yeah, yeah, that's right. She's seventy foot long. She's um, fifty years old this year. Fifteen, man. Um, we've had her for forty-two years. Never going to sell it. No. When I'm old and decrepit, I might cut 10 foot out of the middle of it and make it shorter. <laughs> um, never finished. I'm always playing with it. I'm always, you know, remodeling and doing stuff. But, yeah. You know, it's essentially a boatman's cabin, engine room. You know, it's, it's a, my old girl. Right. And, and I'm generally known around the system by the boat when they see it coming. So it's a, it's a holiday boat. It is, yeah. I'd like to think one day um, when I hang my boots up that maybe I will go off and spend you know, some six months, a year on the boat, that sort of thing. It's capable of doing that. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm very much a traditional boater. I'm, like, yeah. I'm the shiny brass brigade. I can't, Are you? I can't start in the day, the day without the brass being clean. <laughs> wow. Um, because it, 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 it's, it's, a, it's a copy of, a, of you know, it's, it's supposed to be, it's a traditional boat. Yeah. Traditional boats were, were polished, you know, yeah, the brass indeed. was there for a reason, it was polished. Yeah. It's all, yeah. all my rope work is correct, as you would see on a working boat. Wow. And that sort of thing, and so that's that's what we are as a family. Really. We've always been that way. Yeah, we've well, had working boats in the past, you know, commercial boats, and we've had a boat with a bollander in it. My father was is a real fanatic. I had a very very good upbringing. My father was a complete nut on boats, so he built a boat to put a bollander in it. Wow! What boat did he build? He built a, a tug, a forty foot tug, thirty five foot tug. Put a nine horse bollander, which is a pup, a little bollander, specifically to put a bollander in it. Wow. He then went out and bought nine other Bollanders back in the 70s, so we had a, a load of spares and bits and bobs. Yeah. Um, that's the sort of family, <laughs> you know. So we've yeah. had a, a Tyco, which was an icebreaker. We had a, a Tyco for a while. We've had, I've had a, I had a great experience, and, it, and it's, you know, it, it's my passion. And it know. carries on now. It, it carries on. Yeah, work, yeah. yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, now my, my, my children that are well grown up who decided at the age of 16 or whatever they could actually do something different as a holiday yeah. and not have the embarrassment of going into school and the teacher saying, where have you all been then? And their friends would say, well, we've been to the States. And they go, where you been? Birmingham. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they're now coming back to it. They are, wow. That's because great, they realise what, what it is and, and, and you know, yeah. they gained an awful lot out of it. I gained a lot out of, the, out of the canals as a child. Is there anywhere you particularly like on the system? There's so many. I love Birmingham. You do? I love the Shroppy, I love yeah. the Oxford, I love the Cold, and uh, every canal has got a special place, yeah. a special yeah. part. Full, yeah, that's you know, very true. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a great way of life. Absolutely. And it's a great family. Yeah. You, you can meet somebody on the canal, you know, uh, you know, the middle of nowhere. 
that you might have seen two or three years ago, you know, and have a conversation as you go by. You must come across ex-customers quite oh, a lot. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, and and have many a, a good conversation on, yeah. on the towpath, you know. I yeah. bet they're pleased to see you because if somebody... Well, we do, if I like to think we yeah. make friends, you know, yeah. we, we make friends. You know, not every buying experience, I'm going to, you know, not every buying experience goes smoothly. You know, there are hitches along the way that was in life with everything, but it's how you get out of that, how you make everything right. Yeah. But, you know, um, I got an old boy who used to work for us, Doug. He was, he, he, he was um, fantastic. He wasn't a salesman in any way, shape or form, but everybody loved old Doug. And uh, I get, he's been gone now for probably six years, mm. and I still pull up somewhere on the canal, and the first thing people say, that was old Doug, he <laughs> sold me this boat, you know? Yeah, right. So, so no, I remember that. Yeah, so uh, it's, yeah. yeah. It's well, that is the waterways in general, isn't it? The, or, you know, it, is. it is the community and the, the, yeah. how friendly people are. Yeah. Ian, it's been great talking to you. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah, thank you so much for your time. No problem at all. And I'll leave you to get on okay. down to Market Harbour today. Market Harbour to meet yeah. some customers this afternoon, yeah. So it's all good. Brilliant. Fantastic. For 45 years, the ABC Leisure Group has been at the forefront of the waterways leisure industry. With 15 strategically placed marinas around the UK, it has hundreds of moorings with modern facilities and a range of benefits. ABC also runs a successful and competitive boat brokerage business. See abcboatsales.com, as well as over 200 luxury hire boats and day boats. Visit abcboathire.com. Furthermore, it offers a range of land-based holiday accommodation, including waterside holiday cottages and caravan parks. Visit abcholidaycottages.com.